Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt's with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 1030 a.m. Eastern, which means it's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by flywithjt.com. That's flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, and stay connected to everything going on in the high-altitude community. Lots of cool stuff coming down the pike, so make sure you get plugged in over at flywithjt.com. It goes without saying that the path to greatness, the road to success, it's, it's a tough road. It can be at times. It can be one of those challenging moments where we show up, we think we got it all figured out, and then we get blindsided. I was reading an interesting article just yesterday in uh, the Seattle Times about a guy by the name of Ricardo Lockett. Ricardo Lockett used to play for the Seattle Seahawks, and he actually, his career ended a year ago, November 1st, uh, just yesterday, November 1st, 2015. He was involved in an on-field collision playing the game that he loves, and it broke his his neck, and he nearly died. The, The collision was so violent that he nearly died. They thought that he may never walk again. He knew he certainly never was going to play football again, or at least the doctors and specialists knew that. And he has since come to the realization that his football days are over, and yet life has just begun. He's created a foundation that helps uh, research. It helps raise money for uh, spinal cord injuries, particularly for women and children who have been the victims of domestic violence. And I think it's just truly amazing to see a young man who's come through adversity his entire life to play the game of football that he loves and then have it taken away from him unexpectedly and yet still rise to the challenge to do great things. We all have the power to be that inspirational in whatever field that we have chosen to pursue, and sometimes we change that field. I remember in 2008 when I got out of the U.S. Navy, I was leaving a childhood dream. I was flying airplanes. It was a childhood dream that most people, you maybe have heard the story before, but even the U.S. Navy turned me down six times, said, you'll never become a pilot. And I kept applying, I kept applying, I kept applying until finally I got in, got accepted, made it through flight training, and got my, my wings of gold. And what's, what's crazy is when I left the Navy in 2008, a lot of people who knew me throughout my life thought, why are you walking away from a childhood dream to start a business? Even though we'd been in business for two years to that point, I was leaving the you know, relative safety of 
of steady paychecks and, and promotions and things like this to go out into the big cold world with no education or, well, I should say no business education, no background to go out there and do the thing that I've been doing for two years. I share this with you because adversity is part of the process and how you answer adversity will really dictate whether you make it or not. I've seen lots of very talented, well-meaning people simply not be able to achieve their dreams because they could not answer adversity. I want to give you five ways today on this particular podcast on how you can answer adversity. And by no means am I suggesting that this is the only five ways, but certainly a very comprehensive list of things that will help you get through any, any situation that you're challenged by. The first is innovation. I have to say that creating new ideas, creating solutions, even creating new experiences is one of the greatest ways to move away from adversity. Kind of like the story I told you about Ricardo Lockett. He came up with an idea to, to create solutions for people who may be underserved. Now think about this. Spinal injuries in domestic violence cases. Not something that probably comes up every single day. But to, to be in the face of adversity himself, he knew that he could use that as a platform to help other people. And if you've ever been through a tough time, you have to be innovative. You have to be creative. You have to think outside the box. Otherwise, you're going to stay inside the adversity. I see a lot of people say, oh, I would love to start my business, but I don't have the money. And that's where they stop. They might come up with an idea or two, and if those ideas don't pan out, the dream fizzles. Here's the simple reality. There's always a solution. There's always an answer. But we have to be willing to be persistent enough to find that solution. Sometimes you've got to be more creative than you thought. You've got to think outside the box. Sometimes you've got to do things that might even feel foolish at, a time, at times. You've got to put yourself out there on the proverbial skinny branch and take risks. But when you do, it is so worth it. And that innovation is what it takes to get through adversity. Now, another, another uh, way to, to answer adversity is through imagination. A little bit about what I was talking about a moment ago with innovation. This is slightly different. Sometimes we need to go out and have an adventure to create that discovery. Sometimes we got to drop that fear of taking risks, that fear of losing, and use our imagination. Remember when you were a kid and you thought anything was possible? You dreamed that you were some superhero or maybe a rock star or maybe a professional sports star or whatever it was. Back then, there was nobody to tell you that you couldn't do it, that you were too slow, too big, too small, whatever it was. Nobody could ever tell you that. And, as, and if you have the beginner's mind of a child, then the imagination tends to open up and you start to think of really great ways to actually innovate, to actually say to yourself, here's how we're going to change. Here's how we're going to do things differently. Here's how we're going to transform. Here's how we're going to move beyond this challenge and not be encapsulated by it, not be a prisoner of it. A third way to answer adversity is initiative. Now, <laughs> This is easier said than done. A lot of people think, hey, I've got initiative. But the, the initiative means that you come up with solutions to a challenge and instead of waiting for others to drop the answer in your lap. We have to be willing to go out there and, and grind and dig if we have to. Sometimes we have to be willing to pull, up, pull back and just let the answer float to us after all the hard work and all, after all the pushing and all the grinding doesn't render fruit. It reminds me of the, you've heard it a million times, the parable about, you know, a farmer. 
who plows the field and tends the soil, fertilizes it, waters it, does all the hard work, and then has to be patient enough to wait for the seed to bear fruit. It's very difficult at times, but sometimes that's what you got to be. You got to be the farmer. You put in the hard work. The hard work has to happen. You got to plant the seed at the right time of the season, and then you have to be patient enough to give the seed the gestation period it takes to actually become something that bears fruit. But that's initiative, not waiting for others to do it for you, but go out there and do it for yourself. Sometimes it means you got to get out there and you got to you got to do the research. You got to do the hard work. You got to pound the pavement. You got to knock on a lot of doors. You got to kiss a lot of frogs. But whatever it takes, that initiative can only come from us, the high achiever, the person that's willing to put in the work. Because the difference between a high performer and a mediocre performer is the people that have the initiative, that put in the hard work, that are self-starters, self-motivators, don't need to be told what to do. That's why I love entrepreneurs personally and athletes. Entrepreneurs and athletes are very special people because they have that self-starter attitude. And it's not that people work in a J-O-B don't, by any means. I'm not saying that whatsoever. But what I am saying is it's a mandatory must for entrepreneurs to have initiative. Fourth is we have to have fortitude. We have to have the ability to bounce back from adversity. We have to have the ability to suffer through the challenge. It's too easy to make excuses. I've said many times that your answers have to be bigger than your excuses. We all have excuses in life. Every single human being on the planet Earth has an excuse. The challenge or the difference is, is that the champions in life, the high performers, their answers are bigger than their excuses. And because their answers are bigger than their excuses, they find solutions to the challenge and they take the action necessary to get where they want to go. And finally, we got to have belief. If you've hit adversity and you lack the belief, it's the thing that's going to strangle your success, strangle your results very quickly. As I was reading that inspiring article about Ricardo Lockett, I couldn't help but believe or couldn't help but be inspired by his level of belief. He actually thought, man, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to walk out of here. In fact, I'm going to run out of here. I'm going to play football again someday. Now, sadly, he's not going to play football again, but that's not because he doesn't want to. It's not because he gave up. It's because that's the cards he was dealt. Sometimes we get dealt a hand that doesn't live up to our expectations. However, his belief in himself and his belief that he has a bigger purpose in life is what is changing lives right now. It's what's causing him to go out and do the inspiring work. My question to you is, does your level of belief match the level of your dreams? Does your level of belief in yourself, your level of belief in your mission, does it, does it follow in line with the dreams you have? Or is it easier to desire comfort and distractions and keep, keep yourself stuck? Hopefully right now what you're finding in yourself is that belief that you can and will rise to the challenge, that you can and will face adversity with a sense of courage and confidence and belief in yourself, a belief that's matched by your actions a belief that brings the results that you want simply because you show up each and every single day. One of the most amazing things you can see that you'll ever witness is a person who comes through adversity. I'm sure that in some part of your life you have been through some adversity. You've been through a challenge. Maybe it's been a, a medical challenge, a health challenge. Maybe it's been a personal challenge, a relationship challenge. Perhaps it's been financial, maybe even professional in a career. Maybe it's been all of the above. The question is, how did you get through it? 
what did you, how, what were the things that, how did you answer that adversity? How innovative were you? Where did you have to innovate and change the way you did things, change the way you saw things, change the way you behaved, change the way you believed? What about your imagination? Did you find new ways to go out there and tackle it? Did you see it as an adventure? Did you see it as a path of discovery, an opportunity to go into the, to the, the science lab of life and tool and tweak and change things up? How did you take the initiative? How did you kick yourself in the butt each and every single day to get up off the mat? How did you get up and say to yourself, I've got what it takes? Where was the fortitude to follow through, to bounce back, to suffer through the challenges, to realize that you're strong enough, that you're resilient enough, that you have what it takes to rise to the challenge and be the best you you can be? And where did your belief come from? Where is your belief now? My belief is this is that the reason that you tune into a podcast like this, the reason that you actually follow through on your dreams is because on some level you know that you're drawn to, pulled by this mission that you have for yourself. And as your mission accomplishment coach, I can assure you that the level of your belief, when it matches the level of your dreams, you're unstoppable. You will find ways. You will find answers. You will find solutions. And more importantly, you will find the people that will fly formation with you on that path to your dream. And this isn't some kind of rah-rah, woo-woo stuff. This is, this is you know, living a life for 40-plus years and seeing it happen in real time, seeing it happen as a direct result of having the innovation, the imagination, the, inno- the, the initiative, the fortitude, and the belief to follow through on a dream so big that other people are laughing at you or telling you it can't be done. But you know, deep down inside, you have that seed in your heart that it can happen. And so today and every single day, find those ways to answer adversity. Answer it with that innovation. Answer it with the imagination. Answer it with the, in, it, with the initiative. Answer it with the fortitude and answer it with the belief. Surround yourself with the people that can help empower you and fuel that for yourself as well. And most importantly, fuel it for yourself. Give yourself that belief. Show yourself through the initiative. And and go back and look at the history books of your own life and see where you have risen to the challenge in the past and how you can rise to the challenge right now and in the future. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show each and every single Wednesday. Looking forward to doing it again next week. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com. Download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you next week. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.